Our American way of life, isn't it grand? Peace, freedom, and bacon and eggs. Seems perfect. But what if it's not? Friends, your future may not be as secure as you think. Where will you be when the atomic bombs fall? You can secure your family's future by reserving a spot in a state-of-the-art underground vault from vault -Tec. That's right, Bob. Act now, and your family can wait out the horrors of nuclear devastation. And Doris, the vault will have all the amenities of your modern-day home. And it's attractive. And Sally, in the vault, you might meet that special someone, just as you would on the surface. And in a few short years, you and your fellow vault dwellers will repopulate our great country. And Billy, you'll have lots of swell kids to play with. Reserve your family spot in a state-of-the-art underground vault today. Sign up now and prepare for the future. I love those dear hearts and gentle people who live in my hometown. Because those dear hearts and gentle people will never ever let you down. Welcome back to Press X. Is con <laughs> I already <laughs> fucked it up. I already fucked it up. Restart. Welcome, welcome back to Press X to Continue, the video game podcast. As always, I'm Kyle. I'm Alex. I'm Christian. <laughs> and as you couldn't tell by our glorious intro, we're going to be talking about Fallout today. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody owes somebody a soda over here. Right. Or maybe a Coors. We don't know. But... <laughs> So yeah, mm. we're talking about Fallout today. The uh, that was the perfect lineup for a Nuka Cola. It, oh, How'd you guess that joke? Oh, Come on, man. Shit. <laughs> no, right. You owe us all. All right, Nuka -Cola Quantum. All right. all right, rewind it, producer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's me. But um, so yeah, Fallout, the infamous and the infamous um uh video game based on the idea that we will all fall into a nuclear winter and be succumbed by a fucking uh, what's the fucking Fallout New Vegas bugs. I can't remember. Hold on. Cazadors. Cazadors. Oh, how's was going to say? Bro. Bloat flies and stuff. Bloat flies too. Oh. Rad roaches. Or, yep. or Rad a fucking death claw, dude. Nah, Shit. dude. I would just poop and surrender myself to death. <laughs> I don't know why. My friend had like my friend had like a death claw mod where they had like huge dongs. And I don't know. It's genius. It's so I've, funny. I've seen, I've seen them with like boobs and stuff yeah, too. You just, know, like, just a death claw big tits. As if yeah. they don't already walk around the map with the biggest dicks. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, if, you see it, if, you, if you're playing at anything over like the ease difficulty and you see a death claw, you're like, uh-uh, I'm, I'm out. Nah. I'm getting the fuck out of dodge. There's not enough firepower in this well, game. Like, remember in Fallout 4 where they, you start off with a power Power suit, and then you have to fight a death claw like yeah. ten minutes in. Yeah, like, just like that's here. nuts. <laughs> How much heart do you have? Like don't, right. like you don't know? fucking downplay death claws like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, so we're talking about follow today, um, and primarily we're going to focus on like uh, three New Vegas and four, simply because the first two were kind of like old, old computer games, and I personally have only played Fallout One. It like out of like yeah. the two that were beforehand, and those were back when they were like um, they were like uh, turn based. 
It's turn-based, like top-down. Turn-based, top-down kind of game. And that's kind of how, what the era was. It's really all the era for video games could really handle. I think it was like the first Fallout game came out in like 97, maybe. Yeah. And then Fallout 2 wasn't like so far after that, but there's a uh, huge gap between Fallout 2 and Fallout, Fallout 3. 3. I yeah. think I think Fallout 2 might have been like 1999. but yeah. um, Fallout 2 and Fallout 3, I think, has an eight-year age gap. Okay. And you mean Fallout Two and Fall? Yeah, you said Fallout Two and Fallout Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, two different. I said what companies. I said. Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. Um, so yeah. Um, so in case you, in case you guys didn't know, um, uh, listeners included. So Fallout One, the narrative, but kind of like behind that game is you are a vault dweller. You're most, you're pretty much a vault dweller in every game. That's usually like the, the narrative that's, behind that's every the game. Thing you know, is you were a come vault out dweller of the vault after the war. Yeah, you're a vault dweller, and you come out of the vault after the war, or like presumably 200 years after the war once the radiation is going to die down but in the first game i don't the only overarching like narrative i remember was you were tasked with like finding replacement parts for like your water purifier yep that was like the that was the fallout one okay. whereas like they were your vault was going to run out of like clean drinking water yeah. you, you had, had 100 go, like, you had 150 days yeah and then you had to go like <laughs> find parts to replace it yeah um, so that's all I remember of Fallout 1. So, <laughs> that's all I remember. I guess to start off right off the bat with a fun fact. So there's a mission in Fallout 2 that's a side mission, and it actually, you turn off the water pump in a certain vault. Oh, wow. And it, it it's, it's a callback to the, Fallout 1. Yeah, yeah. it's like, the vault. Yeah, that's it's like awesome. you, like future you is the one that turned off the water and like have to get this replacement marks. So past you plays Fallout 1. Jesus. So that's that's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I guess we're kind of like, we're going like the, the main game titles like Fallout 3 um, to kind of start off with. But I think that like, um, what do you guys, you guys want to do a couple fun facts first? Just like just about the series yeah. in general? Yeah, well, we can do I fun will facts. say... Uh, One of my favorite things about, like, the difference between, like, all the Fallout games, like, not only being in different locations, but, like, you're a vault dweller who went into the vault at the same time as the other vault dwellers in all the other games. Yeah. But you all come out at different times. Yeah. And that really added a really cool effect to the worlds that you kind of walk into. You know, some are more civilized than others. Others are, you know, like Fallout 1. It is a wasteland where you're just worried about going back to your vault and making well, it work. I saw some things while I was researching facts that some of these vaults were like social experiments. Yeah. Like right. there was ones that were like filled with women and just like one guy, like vault 69 was 999 <laughs> women and one dude. Um, so then there was other vaults where they started uh, pumping in like psycho gas yeah. into the vault and right. everybody would go crazy, like super aggressive killing each other. And then obviously there's nobody left in the vault. So it's it's just kind of crazy how they were social experiments to start off with. Yeah. So for everyone, if you're not f- super familiar with Fallout, here's kind of like the, the general backstory. Is it takes place during this post-apocalyptic um, America where America in the year 2077 underwent nuclear war with China. Not 2077, 2252. 2077 cyberpunk, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Wait, what year was it? 2252. What? No, wait, hold on. Let me look this up real quick. I don't remember. Hold on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was in like the 2000s. When because the war in Fallout 
Okay, yeah. C2077. It was 2077. Yeah, I was right. Corrected. piece of shit. Wow. So, yeah, you tried to fact check me. You were wrong. Cyberpunk just totally took this then? Yeah, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to CD Projekt Red. Tell them to give him back the year. So, in this alternate timeline where Fallout takes place, America and China, the two remaining superpowers, go to war in the year 2077. And I think it's like over... I think it's over oil. I think is what the, the narrative is, but that was um, the main gist. It was just over resources. It was just over resource. Yeah. So they go to war, but the weird thing about the fallout universe is like, it exists in a time period where like, I can't, it's like the, um, it's the 1940s and fifties. It's like a, it's yeah. a, yeah. So it, it's like, it's it takes place in the year 2077. That's when the year, that's when the war starts, but it's in like a weird 1950s, like retro future. So it's like, it's almost as if, I think what I read online was the theory is that it exists in a in a world where the microprocessor was never invented. Okay, um, that's like that that's why everything in twenty seventy seven still looks like it's from like the fifties and sixties or something like that. All the computers are still yeah. like tube computers, <laughs> exactly. And stuff yeah. like that I read that it was like yeah, time fr- basically froze, but it wasn't based off technology. It was more like. The Nazis kind of won. Communism is growing rapidly, and yeah. like everything is like stuck where it is. Yeah. So the bomb, 2077, if you've ever played the games, is like always references as like when the bombs fell, like the Great War, the Great World War. And as Ron Perlman always says, war, war never changes. Fun, <laughs> fun fact about the Great War is that it lasted only two hours. Yeah, because everyone was just nuking each other. Yeah, it was just, it was just nuclear. Yeah. So Vault Tech was. <clears throat> and there's a th- crazy thing about like, the whole Vault Tech thing too, where Vault Tech was this company that created underground vaults for humanity to survive the war, and because like the tensions between China and America were growing exponentially before the bombs actually fell, so Vault Tech kind of capitalized on this idea by putting everyone underground. Now the theory was that I read that's super crazy, and a lot of diehard Fallout fans will probably understand this too that Vault Tech actually orchestrated the nuclear war to gain money. Mm. I- I'd believe it. I definitely believe it. Well, because these another fun fact. Yeah, there's a hundred cost. There's 122 vaults. Uh, they all can supposedly hold about a thousand people. Yeah, and for they can hold a thousand people for 900 years. Damn. That's, yeah, that's wild. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah, about, and like, they cost about 645 billion dollars to create inside the game. You know what's crazy? It's like we actually have similar things in our actual society during because the cold war we america and a lot of other superpowers we also panicked and created like actual vaults oh yeah and there's a lot of there's a couple urban explorers that follow on youtube who like have gone like these underground vaults they're abandoned now because there's no need for them but and it's like it's so intricate that even back then how much like how many things they thought through yeah right it's like they have like there's like rec centers and home in like theaters and like all this weird shit that like like what we take for granted, like in our society, like for entertainment, they put them in there. It's really weird. Oh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, and they're all from like the '60s. Well, I guess you would probably lose your mind if there was nothing to entertain you down there. Right. Well, yeah, Seriously. and that's yeah, and the fact that so to kind of transition into like the Fallout, I guess like the the time that takes place during the actual games, like the actual gameplay. So that takes place 200 years roughly after the bombs fell, is when like three new Vegas and four kind of take place roughly. There's a couple of years difference. Cause no, uh, none of the games were linked. Yeah. So, but it's usually like roughly 200 years after the bombs fell is when like you emerge and like into the new world from the vault. Now the story for fallout three is 
you're a vault dweller and you're i believe you're it's been a while since i played it your dad played by liam neeson which i always thought was hilarious your dad i think disappears from the vault when you turn 18 or something like that there's like a coup that was staged in your vault there's like a vault like principle yeah. <laughs> there's oh. like a there's like a principle of your vault and there's like a coup that's staged and like the base of the vault just becomes like just becomes sheer chaos and i think your dad and another vault dweller they they leave the vault when they're not supposed to because like like christian says well they're supposed to be there for like a thousand years yeah they left um when your character turns 18 your dad and i think i think it's like like the 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 leader of the vault. I can't remember like what his title is. He's like the overseer. I yeah, think it's, like I think it's overseer. Yeah. Yep. So your dad, and the vault overseer, I think disappeared from the vault on your 18th birthday, and like the vault just diverges in the chaos because like all the horrors of the outside world creep into the vault because the vault door is open, and then during that amidst that chaos, you escape yourself. And you're kind of now finally out into like the 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 world, you know, as it is today. Yeah. This post-apocalyptic, like just nightmare fuel yeah. wasteland. And Fallout Three takes place in Washington D.C. and like the surrounding area. But so you're tasked as an 18 year old, like leaving the vault for the first time, not knowing any other life besides the vault. Right. Like you are now like deep in like this shit storm of like mutated bugs and fucking death claws and Meyer lurks, lurks, bro. Yaogwai. Bro. Fucking Yaogwai. Yaogwai are nasty, bro. Uh-huh. Like fucking uh, the, the, the crab people. It, right. Well, who were the was that was the, who were the dudes with like the, they were like, they were like centaurs. They had like, like little squiddy mouths. You know what I'm talking about? Like the uh, like the District Nine looking dudes. Yeah, they were like they, they were like they had like they were like sent. They look like centaurs, but okay. then like their mouth was like tentacles. It was really oh, weird. Those things freaking the fuck out. But mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically, your dad in the narrative of the game is like a scientist, and he's trying to come up with a way because, like I said. The world succumbed to nuclear war, so everyone's just fucked in this radioactive wasteland full of, like, horrible creatures and everything else. So your dad, being the good-hearted soul that he was, he his mission was to try to supply the wasteland with clean drinking water. It's kind of a callback to Fallout 1. Right, I was just thinking, like, that's nice, like... Cool callback. And basically that's your task, is, like, trying to find your dad, and then you and your dad are going to work together to try to uh, start up this... To try to, like... um take control of this water purification facility to supply the wasteland and the people of the wasteland with clean drinking water. That's the kind of the story of it. Yeah. Now I'm going to kind of speed through fallout three because the, the story is like, I mean, like we'll talk about like the individual Those games aren't about the story. Not Yeah. You know? Like no. they, they kind of about would, the quirks. I would say mm-hmm. fallout three isn't only because like, I would say the most story driven is probably fallout new Vegas. Yeah. yeah. I think that one is like Definitely. the most interesting story to me. Now fallout three is, let me, I'm going to bring up Megaton because Megaton, the, the concept I love of Megaton, Megaton. It, Whatever. Makes, it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. Come on. You don't want to live around a giant 
Uh, Undetonated atom right. bomb. <laughs> who whose idea? What what fucking idiot was like? Oh, I guess I'll just set up around the atom bomb. Hasn't blown up yet. Yeah, oh, and then they started a cult. Yep. Yeah, and they I started a cult. That. And there's like a horse yet. So, I love that. <laughs> so for everyone listening, if you haven't played Fallout, basically your first task or like one of the first kind of main areas you you get to in like your new journey to the wasteland is you you get to this town called Megaton. Megaton is this town built around an undetonated atom bomb that just dropped, went into the dirt, and just never blew up. Yeah. <laughs> and you can kind of imagine a mission that would, uh, you know, get related to an undetonated atom bomb. Right. <laughs> I know. I don't know about you guys, but I, I blew up Megaton almost every time. I never blew it up. It's just I more fun. It. I think I did once, and then I, <sighs> then I replayed, and I didn't do it again. You see, there was uh, there was the one lady who was building, like, the Wasteland Survival Guide in that city. I can't, oh! I can't think of her oh, name. Oh, I know exactly And she survives about. if you blow it up, but she turns into a ghoul. Oh. Um, <laughs> but when you don't blow it up, like, her voice, just it's still stuck in my head because, like, she sends you to this one area to, like, inspect like the landmine situation. Oh, sure. And if you haven't done it and you come back like to buy resources and yeah. like stim packs from her, she always says this one line. So how are those hot little potatoes? <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so her official name was Moira Brown. There we That's go. Moira. Yeah. And Moira. You, you see, she's the reason I never blew it up because Moira was so sweet and I blew it up once and she survived and turned into a ghoul and I felt so bad. Oh. <laughs> it's so, sweet soul. Because like I, when you first get to Megaton and like you go to like obviously the, a normal thing in the RPGs is to go to like the tavern to like collect. Go to ghouls. Moriarty's. Yeah, go to Moriarty's. Yeah, basically. And then then the, you have like that. So ghouls basically just radiated humans that like are. Still- what was it? They didn't have the. Uh, they say something. Ghouls are people who are so affected by radiation, but didn't have the pleasure of dying. Uh, yeah, basically. Uh-huh. So they're just. That's they're, a good way to put I it. I don't want to say they're normal people. The ghoul. Just imagine what in your head what you think a ghoul is. That's pretty much exactly what they are. Now, like you can meet a ghoul who's like the bartender, and he he calls you smooth skin, which I I, I still yeah. use those things. It's so funny. Hey, how you doing, smooth skin? <laughs> hey, you want a fucking Durango? What? <laughs> I got some Coca Cola with some uranium in it. Do you know Fallout Three is the only game in the Fallout series that you play as a child? Like a baby, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right, because yeah, the whole like because the whole, pro- thing, like, the whole prologue is you like growing up with your dad, yep. like, like in the vault. Your first book is the uh, the stats system, like yeah. it reads the stats and yep. you set your stats. The special, special, yes, yeah, special. Yeah, special. <laughs> yep. God, I, strength, <sighs> perception. Fucking, like, oh, three! What a great game that it was. really like, was. When you bring up like you're a vault dweller at eighteen, like you go outside the vault at eighteen, you never think about that again. Yeah, you're for 18, the whole game. You're yeah. eighteen during this whole game. Seriously, like just going through this world that you didn't even know existed. You grew up literally in right. that vault, right? You know, with the uh, the vault snakes. Yep. You know, yeah. So for eventually, while you progress through the world of Fallout Three, you encounter what's called the Brotherhood of Steel, which is like the it's not the last bash. They're space marines. They're ba- <laughs> space paladins. <laughs> they're they're basic- it's like the Warhammer version. Yeah, yeah that's that's seriously. a good it's a good call. So the brother the Brotherhood of Steel is like this um they're like this organization that is kind of like that arose from the ashes of the war and they're kind I don't really know what to call them. They're basically like your military that exists in that world. Well, no, because I would put, I would make that the enclave. Well, I think they're 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 like militarized zealots. 
There we go. That's They're a like good militarized. Way of it. That's a good. That's actually a good point. Yeah. They're militarized the anti-technology zealots. Yeah. Right. They they kind of sought the air of humanity's ways of technology and how it led to the war, and they're kind of reject that, and they've created like a society based a militarized society based on like policing what's left of like like the normal world. Yeah. It's basically mm-hmm. the best way to put it. Well, yeah. It's like. <laughs> It's like the Christians versus the Holy War, like in the, inside uh, the Holy War. Well, yeah, because like they're they are they're religious and like they have like religious based traditions where you have like um so the kind of like the class system with with the Brotherhood of Steel is you have like you have like your initiates, you have your um uh came with the next step up. There's like another step up from initiate, then paladin, and then like there's like lead scribe, and then there's like um. What's the leader of the Brotherhood of Steel called? Like the leader of a chapter? I can't remember the title. I can't remember. It's not it's over. Been so long. It's Fuck not, if I know. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, any, yeah. Anyway, so there's sure like, the listeners know. <laughs> you are sitting anyway, in front of a computer. That's true. Let me look it up. <laughs> that's true. Let me look this up real quick. But, but what yeah, I like, did enjoy about that game, you know, you had that Brotherhood of Steel, but then you had these other factions as well. Right. Um. You had the Enclave, which had you know cyborgs essentially. Yeah. Uh. Synths. Yeah. Yep. You know, um, robots that had intelligent AI, you know, they were people, yeah. essentially. And then you had the complete other end of the spectrum who was against both of them. You had the Underground Railroad. Yeah. And um, I always fucked with them. They were awesome. They yeah. were so awesome. Dude, the fuck you guys. Get, I no, always everybody, fucked everybody with killed them. the railroad. Well, yeah, of everybody course you blow them. them up because you side with the Brotherhood of Steel because you want that power armor. Well, yeah. you're, well yeah. you're kind of you're more or less getting into Fallout 4, though. Right. That's because the sins are from Fallout 4, the railroads from Fallout 4, and like Is it? Yeah, that's from that's oh, not Fallout 3. Lord, you Fallout 3. Is, you're just skipping ahead. <laughs> that's so, how long it's been. So Fallout 3, um, so basically along your journey, you encounter the Brotherhood of Steel, like we already said. Um, and the fact that like um High Elder is the is the is the head of the Brotherhood of Steel chapter. So there's like chapters in like each major city, I guess if you want to call them, and they're called like the High Elder. But anyway. Um so you encounter the Brotherhood of Steel, and like you're tasked with like, you be, basically the only real side is with the Brotherhood of Steel in that game. Yeah, because otherwise there's a um, there's a there's a <clears throat> there's another group similar to the Brotherhood of Steel called the Enclave. Now the Enclave are like the direct remnants of like Western government. Yeah, like in this in Fallout, there is still a president. And the Enclave are, like, the remnants of, like, American, like, military. And then they are kind of tasked with, like, they're they're pretty, they've become, like, tyrannical in the sense they're trying to restore order in, like, this already dead wasteland where, like, it just doesn't exist anymore. By whatever means. Right. Exactly. By whatever means. Like, even, like, like so basically their Brotherhood of Steel and the Enclave are in this race to control the water purification system that your father is trying to implement for the people of like the wasteland. Now this is why the story of fallout three doesn't make any sense. They're (laughs) both groups are literally doing the exact same thing. It's just a matter of who can claim credit. Right. I mean that if you really think about it to to, to a T, if you really think about it, that's really what it is. And like you encounter, Oh, I can't remember his name. I'm going to look it up though. But you, 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 you befriend a super mutant along your journey. You guys yes. remember that? Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but I mean, I'll look it up, but let's see. Now, super. is he in three or is he in four? No, he's in, f- he's in three. 
Okay. Super mutant. Did you know? He was, he's like a doctor trying to like reverse the yeah. super mutant thing. And like, I you're think... helping him like collect resources for it. Going back to that special thing. If you put your uh, speech at one, you yeah. actually are command, like your voice like prompts dumb. are actually like caveman. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's fucking funny. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love like the stats and how much they affected everything in that game. Well, too. it's not even like you're dumb. You just don't talk good. <laughs> me not do words. Me not do words good, but I still smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, have, like, they like, just speak broken English. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't find his name. I don't remember if he really, I don't remember, but somebody will probably play it. Like, email us the name because I can't, I can't look it up like on the fly like that. But um, <laughs> You have like a, you get captured by the enclave when they when they basically realize that you're trying to like thwart their plans of taking credit for something, and your super your your super mutant friend rescues you. You link up back with the um, Brotherhood of Steel, and you activate what is probably the greatest like piece of technology ever. You get to activate Liberty Prime. Fuck yeah, Liberty Prime is so fucking cool. The fucking <laughs> anti-communist fucking transformer from hell, Liberty Prime. <laughs> Whose sole purpose is to kill communists. It's the Captain yeah. America Iron it, Giant. It's so amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, it basically yeah. is. so amazing. Yeah, because I think the Iron Giant was technically like Soviet. He, he was, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was the whole thing. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, man, that's so funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and then eventually, like, if you side with the Brotherhood of Steel, which who the fuck wouldn't? Well, considering the no matter what you did, it was the same. It was pretty much the same outcome. Yeah. yeah. It was like, okay. I think, if anything, it was like, if the Enclave took the water purification plant, it was like, they just, like, they, they eventually become, like, this tyrannical rule over it where it just becomes, like, this, like, corporate, like, tax machine sure, over the right. people of the wasteland. Just some shit like that. But, yeah. um. Now, personally, my favorite in the in the like the three. Well, if, I don't want to count seventy six. That's like all online. But eh. the three like Fallout giants, like Fallout three, Fallout New Vegas, and Fallout four. My favorite of that series, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, Fallout New Vegas yep. is the most. I think it's the best narrative driven one, and it's just and it obviously improved on the core gameplay of right. Fallout three, and it's just the most fun. Which is fucking crazy because they only spent eight months making that game. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was it was on the same platform as Fallout Three. It was yeah. Fallout Three, just a different game, right? You know, even um, with like, like some new stuff same. too. Yeah, like, do you have like your main character has more of a name in Fallout Three? Like, you are like the like this vault dweller's son who has to go find him and like assist him in like providing pure water to like the wasteland. It's always it's always find your dad. It's yeah. well, but what it, I think is fun about Fallout Four is that they completely reversed it oh yeah uh, let's go find our son find your son which yep. is so cool that opening scene in fallout 4 hits hard yeah yeah like, people give fallout 4 a lot of shit and fallout I really, 4 was a great game i really don't know why it was i don't a great know game. because on steam it hit like wildfire on steam like positive reviews as soon Good. as it came out it sold 1.2 million copies day one Wow. On Steam. Just Steam alone. It, it was an incredible game. I remember, like, that, that game, I bought it with my Xbox One. Like, it was, like, the bundle. I, I was bought so it excited. Xbox One, too, yeah. Like, I bought, like, the Xbox One that came with it because I was just so psyched for Fallout 4, and I think I just spent six months just wandering around. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think I was like, in, uh, me and a buddy of mine at the time, we were, we were both in college, 
And I think when like this was back in the era when like I was still going to GameStop for shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and hey, I was on. like, so me and a buddy, we skipped school one day. Yeah, we skipped school. Like even though it was college, <laughs> like you don't want to care anyway. Yeah. But to us, I was like, oh, we're skipping school. Oh, we went, we went and bought Fallout Four like day one at like GameStop. You we, like, we, like, we don't want to know why I skipped college. <laughs> League. Yeah, really? I mean, oh, I tell my parents I was going to class and I'd go to Starbucks and play League. Oh, dude, League got, <laughs> League got me in so much trouble in college. Yeah. God damn it. It's so funny because, like, this is the first time I actually had a good internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, dude, that good that internet, moment. a decent computer. <laughs> right. like, you know what's so funny is, like, I gotta go to school. Right. That's so funny that you guys mentioned that because, like, I was, like, a console gamer for a while. And, like, we have, like, the family computer that we, like, I play, like, like World of Warcraft on and stuff like that. Yeah. But, and, like, the internet was always shitty, you know what I mean, blah, 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 because we had, like, DSL back then. I think AOL was still a thing. Playing um, Flash games, because that's all it could yeah, handle. Yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> Miniclip. Miniclip. Mini clip. There was one. Homestar where, Runner. There was one where it was, like, a smiley face. And con. Funny Junk. And con, and con, dude. Oh, and con. my I never God. played and con. I was, I was more of a Newgrounds kid myself. And, and con was, like, the adult version of Miniclip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ancon or so like, it's like the dark side of yeah, new basically. Yeah. Like okay. Ancon or like armor games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember like when I built um my first PC, I was like just so I had like this weight off my shoulders of I can finally play the games I want and internet's not a, like a, a like a worry yeah. and like I don't have to worry about things being slow because my home, our home computer was like this old like Adele like Optiplex you know what I mean like it wasn't like super beefy my god I have my own hard drive for porn it, wow <laughs> who was saving porn <laughs> right I don't put know it the, put it in the cloud <laughs> that's true no you don't put it in the cloud all right you put it on a flash oh, drive so side fact <laughs> So Gwen Stefani, you know how she found out that uh, her husband was cheating on her with the nanny? Oh so, God, so oh. funny! So <laughs> why would he cheat on Gwen Stefani? Right, so fucking the, moron, biggest the, idiot on the planet. Because I think that I think it's the same reason people cheat with like any nanny, it's just because like it's like wrong and like there's like a thrill to it when you like bang the help. Sure, I don't know. Sure, but this is how we got caught. So he got caught because he, I think, he like saved her nudes the nanny's nudes to him and gwen stefani's shared icloud account oh genius. my god <laughs> genius. and of course she saw it and wow. like obviously had some questions wow so what you're saying is that they're out there on the internet oh probably oh fantastic yeah. mega brain <laughs> yeah, mega exactly. brain. yeah he's got a billion right. iq yeah um but so, fallout 3 though let's talk about that um, um so fun fact for fallout 3 was Morphine in the game in Fallout 1 and 2? Nothing I remember. I don't remember them that well. Okay. So apparently Australia didn't like Fallout 3 because you could get it addicted to drugs. Yes. Yeah. So, fun. and Jet. they didn't like the fact that morphine was in the game. Mm-hmm. So to like kind of soothe them over, morphine be- actually became Med X. Oh, that makes <laughs> yeah. so much sense. Because you could get, because it was like Med X, Psycho, um, Jet. Jet. Jet, Jet. The inhaler. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, and it satisfied them. So, like, it got through, like, their censorship laws over there. Oh, that's nice. And Japan didn't like it. And then Japan had to f- change the name of the fat man, that gun that shoots oh, yeah. nukes. Oh, yeah, they yeah, had yeah. to change that to, yeah, like, nuke launcher enough. or something like that. That's understandable. I'm like, I mean, okay. I yeah. will say that, like, that's kind of poking <laughs> a, right. an old scar. Right? Right. I, I, I will say, I will say that, like, given the, the various like tribulations that 
other countries have had over like our games. I'm glad that we live in America where like we don't have those censorship <laughs> no, laws. No. I'm really no. glad we don't. Like honestly. We don't so then politicians can blame video games for violence. Which is yeah. so oh, God, I can't even believe that this is like still a thing. It's so stupid. But is that really um, like a viable platform these days? Not is anymore. Really? I don't think anymore. Like, these guys uh, maybe back back then for I, sure. I but. will say and I don't want to get like I don't want to get too far off track, but I will say in a certain high uh high profile case that was that took place in our hometown um <sighs> the prosecutor in question tried to blame the defendant for what he did with call of duty and oh even i God. was like come on bro are you really just grasping at straws at this point why, why would you go duty? for call of duty grand theft auto is the one i was yeah. like, all right if you're gonna what play about, violence on a game what about grand playing theft auto? spec right. ops with your best friend right would warrant what I don't anyway, but anyway, <laughs> so, anyway. Fall, so Fallout three, um, like I said, the story just was like, I think if you, it, it was fairly weak, it was kind of a weak it, story, but, but the game, the world was but it, it, the, I would say it. the, I wouldn't say the story was weak. I would say the ending was like the end goal was weak. Fair the enough. destination was weak. The journey, like trying to find your dad, that was kind of cool, uh-huh. especially for, like for the time, and especially like when you kind of grew up, you get to like play as like like growing up as a vault dweller. But then the fact that like the, the stakes were like they just weren't there. No, right. So, and I feel like that that's really what they were going for, though. Is like they wanted it to be low risk enough to where. Just have fun with whatever choice you're going to make, you know, right. with however you side in this story, like just have fun and enjoy the world that we built for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is a nice sentiment, too. And the fact that like they went from, well, because Fallout has actually changed hands a lot in terms of development. Yeah. Because I think Bethesda developed three and then Obsidian developed New Vegas and then Fallout 4 was Bethesda. But I can't remember who did the first two. I don't think it was Bethesda. I can't remember who, who actually did those games. But it's changed. Development has changed hands in like a, quite a bit. Um, but for terms of uh, Fallout New Vegas, I don't know if that was your favorite Fallout game. But it was definitely my favorite. I didn't play it enough. I didn't play it enough to be to be like, oh, this is my favorite. I played a, three a lot and then I played four a lot. Okay. So it was it, that's kind of a hard question. Well, th- uh, New Vegas was kind of cool because you went from like obviously like kind of like the grayscale world of like Washington D.C. Yeah, like, and then you kind of went to like an old western like yep. in like the in like the Mojave Desert. Like, yeah, that was that part was cool. Oh, the, Alex, did you get another beer? No. Oh, can you give me one? Um, but also like a fun fact for Obsidian, like New Vegas. So it was kind of like a collaborative work between Obsidian and Bethesda for New Vegas. Yeah. Bethesda told Obsidian, um, if Fallout New Vegas gets an 85 on Metacritic, they will all get bonuses. Yeah. Guess what score they got? 84? Exactly. Oh, and God. And they're like, please give, me, give us the bonus and nothing. Nothing. No? Nope. Didn't give it to them. That, well, I mean, hey, they stuck to their guns. Yep. I can't really hate them for that. Nope. But. but I thought that was kind of like fun. Like, yeah, that that's kind of interesting, especially when you. Uh, so, Alex, I don't know what your exposure was to Fallout New Vegas. If you played a lot, not a lot, not as much as I played three. It's kind of weird because like everyone I've talked to, like they've played New it's one Ve- or the other. They've played New Vegas the least, but they've never really like. It's always like, are you a three? Are you a Fallout three person or like are you a Fallout New Vegas person? Right. Right. 
And I gotta say New Vegas. Yeah. I really gotta say New Vegas because you play as like the ambiguous you play as like the character called like the nameless protagonist called like the courier. Okay. Now in the prologue of the game, you are tasked with delivering this platinum chip to the strip, like the uh the of of New Vegas. It's like the it's like the part of Vegas that survived the war. Yeah. It the 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 strip, quote unquote, is like what has been preserved and that is like the hot spot for the Mojave Desert. It's like basically the economy platform of the Mojave Desert is New Vegas and the strip. But so you play as the courier who's just like like a delivery who works for a delivery service, but you're on your way to deliver the, the platinum chip and then you're intersected by um Benny and his and his clowns, Benny voiced by Matthew Perry from from yeah. the sitcom Friends. Oh <laughs> my yeah. lord. I, I will say like <sighs> look, He's got Chandler. I just, antagonist. I, I just I Oh my lord. I'll say this. Like I don't I, I don't hate that he's in it, but they could have picked anybody else. But I mean at this time he was huge. Like at this well, time, he like was not, massive. Not really, though. Because well, like, friend, isn't he a fan of the franchise? Though he is, but like, fa- but like, in terms of rele- like, uh, like how re- uh, relevant he was. Uh, Friends ended in '04, and New Vegas came out in 2010. So um, like, yeah. there was like six years where he just didn't really do much. No, no, and he is a fan of the series. That's true, but like, his voice acting is just like it's kind of just like lost. Sure. Yeah. Benny yeah. is a memorable character, but he's not voiced. Like, I don't know. It could have elevated it with an yeah. actual voice actor. Right. I don't, like Definitely. I said, I don't mind him as Benny, but I think they could have from an actual game standpoint, they could have like done better with like an actual voice actor, but sure. whatever. He's fine as Benny, whatever. So Benny and his clowns, they intercept you and uh, they steal the platinum chip from you. You get shot in the head. Yep. They shoot, they dig you a grave, shoot in the head, and you are presumed dead. And the game starts with you surviving the gunshot wound and the local town medic finds you alive and then like kind of nurses you back to health. And then you are now sent out into the wilderness, uh, into like the wasteland once again is like this nameless protagonist. And like I said, the story, like the fall of Vegas is so many interesting characters, especially when you consider the fact that like you have a character like Mr. House, who's like the, who's like the, 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 like this mysterious overseer of like the new Vegas strip. Yep. So your task was to deliver the platinum chip to Mr. House, but I have Benny, a fun fact about Mr. House. Oh, what's your fun fact that he was based on Howard Hughes. That it was based on uh, Howard Hughes, which also was based on Andrew Ryan. <laughs> we, we, we talked about this in the Bioshock yep. episode. Yeah, so, I knew yep. that that was got, they had yep. to be parallels with each other. I knew that. So there is a mission called I don't remember what it's called, but when you complete it, it's called Slave Obeys, and you actually kill Mister House with a golf club. Oh wow! Yo, do I play Fallout a lot? I've never, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's called The Slave Obeys. That's it's, cool. It's so cool. Maybe just, I don't remember that. But then again, I wasn't a big Bioshock player, so I probably wouldn't have just. I probably just wouldn't have seen it. Right. Right. Um. So kind of like um. So basically, you're now th- uh, thrust into this new wilderness or new. I keep saying wilderness, new wasteland to explore, but now it takes place in the Mojave Desert. So like in like Nevada, like outside like um like new vegas right um 
you encounter a couple of friends along the way. You go to this town called Good Springs and like uh, blah, blah, blah. And like you kind of build up your wares to kind of eventually get to the Vegas Strip. Now, Fallout New Vegas introduced, obviously, with what being it take pl- taking place in Vegas, you get to gamble. Yeah. Oh, right. Yep. And so to kind of for people for fans of the Fallout series, you, you'll kind of understand this. But for people listening, you get like at the beginning of every Fallout game, you get to choose like your core attributes. So you get like 10 or so skill points to allocate to certain like uh, your attributes. Special. Your special is what it's called because special stands for strength, perception, um, endurance. Um, C is charisma. Yep. I is intelligence. Yep. A is agility and L is luck. I got it right. Yep. Yeah. So that's what, so it's like, it's called your special. It's basically like you, you're allocating points to that specific attribute to kind of better yourself and kind of, kind of, uh, make your way like statistically yeah, like, through. Yeah. Like, it's, your it's like a perk system. Yeah. Like yeah. it's the perk system, like a, like a skill tree almost. It just kind of dictates your, like your, how you're going to play. Um, now every game, Basically, they prioritize one skill over another, right? So for Fallout Three, I don't remember which one you really needed more. I was, I would say intelligence, but for Fallout New Vegas, forget all other skills in Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. What you really needed, and I always, do, I've always done this every time I played. Ten out of ten luck. Oh yeah, yeah. always. Well, ten luck, out of ten luck. luck had such a major play in all of them too. In all of them, in like. At least for Fallout Four, the like I guess the broken skill was charisma. Oh, okay. You would make charisma ten out of ten. Yep. Fallout New Vegas, you made luck ten out of ten, and I think I want to say for three it was intelligence. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. So basically, the, the the kind of explain it was, you're like <laughs> you're like retcon skill. <laughs> Was like that was what's gonna get you like through the game pr- relatively seamlessly. Yeah, speech for sure, and because like speech in any like RPG, um, especially from Bethesda, is gonna like get you pretty far. Oh yeah, but definitely luck for sure. Mm-hmm. So luck played a good, a pretty great part, especially when you take into like the gambling aspect because it's, oh, gambling right. is based on yeah. chance, yeah. right? Yeah, so if you had, like, look, if, for me, I, I always had 10 out of 10 luck. So yeah. I would make fucking bank at the casino and like to the point where you actually, it, it's, a, it's a cool system, but not because once you're banned, you can't ever not be banned. Yeah. If you make too much money, casino, they ban you. Yikes. So I would, I would go like, I would go like along the strip and I would just get banned at every casino making like <laughs> fucking so much money, bro. I would always max bet, max so bet like, every hand. So much money that you really never even needed to go back to the casinos. Right. Um, it depends. So if you were, uh, if you were careless with your money, then you would kind of, it would be nice to have. But if you budgeted your, this is so weird to say for a fall game, but if you budgeted your money based on your winnings, like decently, then you wouldn't really have to worry about it that much. But you got banned, like, you'd have to have, like, a couple good hands and, like, make, like, some money and then stop playing for a while. Oh, right. Um, That's what you had to do. So you had to, you had to rotate casinos a lot if right. you did not get banned. Right. <laughs> because if you were like on a winning streak and you're thinking like, okay, in like a couple more hands will stop. Yeah. Before that even happens, you're already banned. Oh, wow. <laughs> like you it'll, all, all of a sudden you'll just stop playing and all of a sudden you'll get your earnings but it's like, okay, you're now you're banned. Right. And you can never go back. 
Yikes. So um, you eventually, uh, in a long, so uh, I can't remember what city it's called, but you go, you end up a, 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 across your journey to get to New Vegas to kind of confront Benny for taking the platinum chip. Yeah. You get to, I can't remember the name of the town, but you get to this town where like, um, it's like been ransacked and people have been crucified. Jesus Christ. And that's when you're introduced Literally. to, that's when you're introduced to Caesar's Legion. Oh yeah. Caesar's Legion is like this, a uh, Roman style, like ideology organization. <laughs> they look like bad cosplayers. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just survivors of Comic-Con. They really do. <laughs> so they're like, they're like this, they're this medieval Roman based, um, faction in, in fallout that they, they basically like, and like I said, like they're Roman based or, or like crusaders basically. Like you end up in this town and there's a bunch of people dressed as like old Roman warriors. And there's people fucking literally on crosses crucified. And you're like, and there's like some guy that you interact with wearing like the stupidest outfit. He's like, Hey, uh, tell everyone what you saw with Caesar's Legion. You're like, Oh, okay. Uh, uh, just don't fuck with me, please. And every, okay. So I gave Alex shit last game for uh, our last episode for being a Stormcloak, which is the stupidest thing. <laughs> Skyrim is for the Nords. Everyone's like, yeah, cool. And only for the Nords. It Wait is. a minute. That's kind of racist. Too bad. Especially when you consider the Skyrim. fact that, especially <laughs> you consider that, like the fact that racism actually took place in Windhelm. Yeah, right. With like the, with the Dark Elves. And uh-huh. I'm like, Maybe what's not support him. I always play Dark Elves too, which will seem funnier. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a testament to RPG, basically. Right. <laughs> so basically, a call back to Skyrim. But like in Fallout, I don't know anybody of like like actual intelligence who always who sided with Caesar's Legion. Like no? Caesar's Legion was like the one faction that no, like it was like a pretty much a collective agreement that nobody's going to side with them. Seems think, like a bunch of just like wieners hanging out. You know. That's what I'm saying. It's just a bunch of like us. Yeah, it's like questions like just a bunch of like bad cosplayers. Uh, yeah, um, all so those you, dudes who uh, peaked in high school. Basically, Caesar's Legion. basically. So yeah. Caesar's Legion. So there's a couple different factions in Fallout New Vegas, making for like a pretty much like you pretty much have like five different. Um, you have like five different. Um, those are twisties. Yeah, it's cores. It's a cool. It's definitely <laughs> twisties. So Christian got up all sly, like trying to not make noise, and like no problems with twisties, bro. They're not gonna make you like pop off a Coors Light, bro. Um, Man, I don't drink shit beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the fact, uh, what was it? So there's a couple of different factions of all in New Vegas. They kind of like factions of interest. There's Caesar's Legion, which is like, like I said, like the like Orthodox Roman faction, where they're like have like religious ideals and things like that. And they're kind of like tyrannical in a sense, or, or maybe just radical. And then you have the NCR, which is the new California Republic, which is kind of like the bureaucratic faction. I think the, the NCR, if you side with them is like the most like neutral, maybe not, maybe not neutral, but like most like, it's like the most like normal, safe. I guess yeah. safe, safe is a good point. Yeah. So you know, what's funny about them is that they were actually in Fallout 1, but they oh. were like a small, small community of like 15 people. Oh, wow. So then in Fallout 2, they got a little bit bigger, and then Fallout 3, they're a whole faction. Right. But they were called like not the new 
California Republic. They were called something else. Right. Okay. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of it. They even had like their own like radio station on your pet boy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, be really, really cool. And I, I told um, another friend of mine, I would love to get an NCR flag like in here. That'd be fucking cool. Really? That'd be awesome. Oh, you would. I would, dude, I love Fallout. Fallout's awesome. Put it next to your American flag there. Oh, hell yeah, dude. So 50 bars and 13, 50 stars and 13 bars, baby. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so there's a couple of different, like, factions to choose from in terms of, like, where you're going to align. There's there's Caesar's Legion, the NCR. There's Mr. House. There's Yes Man. And I think those are the main four. I can't think of, like, another, like, faction besides that. Oh, well, there's the... um. Oh, what are they called? The Ma- not the Mayans. They're like a weird like biker group. The Mayans from yeah, <laughs> Sons from- of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> no, but but they're like that. This is why I was thinking of them. Oh, what the fuck are they called? Uh, Angels. Hell, they're like they're like a they're like a tribal like motorcycle kind of group. Can't remember what they're called, but you're like I can't I can't remember, but. Um, so basically you encounter each faction along your way to New Vegas. And once you get to New Vegas, basically like the first kind of, uh, uh, side you're presented with is Mr. House. Now, when you get to New Vegas and when you encounter Mr. House, Mr. House is like the overseer of New Vegas, but he is also like the leader of like the lucky, what is it called? Lucky 93, the lucky 93 casino. He's like, the, he's like, that's where like Mr. House takes place is, or like is set up. He's like set up at this, his own casino. That's just like empty and abandoned. It's just full of like robots that are like, or like Securitrons, I should call them. Okay. Oh yeah. So you end up meeting Mr. House and he is a inside a computer. Okay. Mr. House has somehow preserved himself since before the war. And he's basically uploaded his consciousness to like, like some sort of computer based like um like DNA system or whatever, and he kind of tasks you with getting the platinum chip. Now, to, you don't know what the platinum chip is as the courier. You just know that it was your job to get Mr. House the platinum chip. Now, what Mr. House tells you is the platinum chip is like this security like software update. It's like the necessary software update he needs to per- basically like preserve the strip and like save humanity is really what like how we kind of like implies it yeah but you know who's got the platinum chip fucking matthew perry ah (laughs) so mr house is like damn it chandler so benny has been kind of be more evil i know right (laughs) so benny has been kind of like he not he doesn't work for mr house but mr house has kind of used benny as like a means to an end and benny is he's like a uh, the general manager of like another casino on the strip so he's like a big shot like yeah. on, in New Vegas. Now, since he shot you in the head, that would make you kind of pissed off, huh? Oh, yeah. So Mr. House is like, all right, give you an opportunity. He goes, if you give me the platinum chip, you could do whatever you want to Benny. You could kill the motherfucker. I don't give a shit. Just give me the platinum chip. And you as the courier is like, shit, okay. <laughs> I can, I can get down with that. Stone. Yeah, like give me the platinum chip and I get to kill that guy? Fuck, right. okay. Kill that piece of shit in a plaid suit played by Matthew Perry? Yeah, let's do <laughs> Say it. Say less. Yeah, let me kill Chandler Bing real quick. <laughs> yeah, so you find, you, you find Benny and like depending on how you play and if your skills are high enough, 
you it either leads to a, like a like a gunfight in the middle of a fucking casino, which at that point you might become banned from the casino. He like he runs, which sucks because that casino is the best one in the game. <laughs> it fucking sucks. Or you like there's like some weird. It's it's honestly in your best interest to kind of go to the strip at a later level than to go like kind of right away because like all you can avoid so much extra bullshit if you just like have skills high enough to avoid all of it. Right. Oh. If your speech is high enough, if your speech is like 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 60, let's just say, then like you can kind of get away with like pretty much anything like within reason, but if it's like 40, Ah, uh, you're gonna be shooting your way out of everything, <laughs> dude. You're gonna be killing so many fucking people. So, um, eventually, you end up getting the platinum chip from Benny. You give, you can either give it to Mister House, or depending on which other faction you end up entangling with, basically anything that's not Mister House is gonna ask you to kill Mister House. Right. Whether you set the NCR, which is like the bureaucratic, like kind of like the Brotherhood of Steel, where they're kind of like that last bastion of normal society mm-hmm. or like trying to preserve like normal traditions or Caesar's Legion who are just the fucking asshole like crucifixes of like the like the world. <laughs> Depending on who you side with, anyone that's not Mr. House wants you to kill Mr. House. Cause they're just because Mr. House is like like I said the overseer. He's in the fucking way basically. Right. right. So I found it I've played every ending of Fallout, including Caesar's Legion. <laughs> I want to say like <laughs> There's so they're 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 all relatively different, but they're there's like one or two that just make you fucking pissed off. So there's like an alternative ending or an alternative faction, and it's basically like you just kill everybody else is really like what like it is. So Benny, when you confront Benny and you're about to kill him and you're about to take the platinum chip from him, he tells you about um, his Sekirachan friend called Yes Man. Now, Yes Man is... It's, he's such a weird character. Yes Man is like this uppity robot that you befriend who basically gives you like the alternative ending. Okay. He gives the alternative ending where you can kind of... You can use the... Plat- like the Platinum Chip, like I said, is like the catalyst for a- a- all the endings, Right. Like everyone wants the platinum chip. It's like it's like this. It's like the software. It's like a software USB. Is really what it is. It's like a Windows key. <laughs> but <laughs> so basically, like, Yes Man says, okay, you can use the platinum chip, but instead of uploading it to Mister House and making him stronger, you can upload it to my interface, make me stronger, and I can use my army of Securitrons and like kill literally everybody else, including Mister House, and like you can rule the, like the New Vegas Strip for yourself. Is oh, basically wow. what it is. Yeah. So depending on what you choose, like like I said, the tasks, like the quests and what you're given per faction are relatively the same because it's it all just involves killing some other faction member. That's really all it is. Yeah. It's like if you stop the NCR, you kill um Caesar, and if you stop the Caesar, you kill leader of the NCR, and you kill Mr. House. So it's mm. like and if you side with Yes Man, Yes Man's like, just kill all three of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes Man's like, and Yes Man is a character so funny. Like I said, he's just like this uppity robot. He goes, yeah, you could totally give me the platinum chip. You could kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and rule the New Vegas trip for yourself. Now, who doesn't want that? <laughs> so if your face are kind of like this moral ambiguity of like, oh, which faction do I choose? But you're really just more interested in just killing everybody. Go like Yes Man. For yeah. sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sounds um, good. So to kind of go through like the different like faction endings. Um, so fucking, <laughs> it's so funny too. So so the NCR is like I would say the most. If you want to preserve normal society in some sort of way, yeah. like Western society, like where you have like liberty, like just democracy, I guess you could say, then I would say side with like the NCR. If you're just, if you basically want to turn everything into a cult, Caesar's Legion, which I don't know anybody of any like normal intelligence that chooses Caesar's Legion if they're a follow fan. <laughs> sure. Everybody pretty much collectively does not like Caesar's Legion. Yeah. Um, or, if you were more worried about preserving what the Vegas Strip means to not only the people that go there, but to the Mojave Desert and society, like basically the remnants of society as a whole, like the future of humanity, you go with Mr. House. Right. Because Mr. House has like this, like kind of like Andrew Ryan and Bioshock has like this grandiose like vision of what humanity will become and whatever the means that he needs to get there is like, like, like he's fine with. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's he's basically focused on preserving humanity and the future of the human race. So if you have that mindset, go with Mr. House. But if you just want to kill everybody and fuck everybody over, you go, yes, man. Yeah. If you just want to fuck everybody over, it's kind of tough because you encounter your first impression of Caesar's Legion is you encounter a town where they ransacked and killed and crucified everyone. They're literally burning bodies. That's like what you. That's what you walk up. Real evil type person. Radicals. You just got shot in the head. You're walking through the fucking Mojave Desert looking for the platinum chip, and all of a sudden you encounter this town where you're thinking you're gonna get like fucking biscuits and like get like like fill up on like your gas tank, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Why are there people burning alive? (laughs) And like, there's just some fucking weird guy wearing like like a a Roman alpha with sunglasses on, saying, "Tell everybody with Caesar's Legion." You're like, huh. Oh. Okay. Sure. Oh wow, All this right, doesn't buddy. look like the Flamingo Casino that I was trying to look for. Oh no. I think I made a left turn somewhere. This isn't the masquerade casino. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. So basically if you want to just say fuck everybody, go with yes man. Fair enough. So <laughs> that's probably what I would pick. Now, this is one thing that I've always done. Because who the fuck doesn't? Now, on the cover of Fallout New Vegas, who could forget the NCR Ranger armor? It's so cool. Yeah. Right? With it's the trench so coat cool. and the fucking and like yeah. the helmet. The Dude, yeah. the NCR Ranger armor was is like hands down the coolest armor in that game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Now, um, well, I should I should touch on the Brotherhood of Steel. So the Brotherhood of Steel has a pretty big presence in Fallout 3. And, but, and they're and technically in Fallout 4, but they're like have a really minor-ish role. Basically, the only way you can like the only way you you're, you kind of interact with the, with the Brotherhood of Steel and Fallout New Vegas is if you because you're tasked to kill them, right? Fair um. enough. So if you side with the NCR or Caesar's Legion, you pretty much get the same mission of like contacting them, gaining their trust, and then subsequently killing them, right? Yeah. Which let me just say this. <laughs> Normal, you can technically side with Brotherhood of Steel. Like, there's there's technically an ending to it, but it's not like a major ending. It's just like a side, like mini ending, I guess you could say. Yeah. Now, the only reason why that ending sucks is because from finding the Brotherhood of Steel to doing all the quests you need to gain their trust and like become like 
the leader like you usually do in like RPGs. Like you do all of their quests and like for whatever reason they grant you like their leader because you did all the things they asked you to. It is <sighs> so boring. <laughs> it's like the most fucking boring thing in the like doing quests for them. It's really? so what you can do is if this is so terrible. So pretty much every faction, including Mr. House, is going to task you at some point with destroying their Brotherhood of Steel. Right. They're all out to kill each other, like I said. Yeah. So That's Fallout do. When yep. you find the Brotherhood of Steel, it's really easy to blow them up. Hmm, they really? make it almost comically easy. Yeah. That's funny. So they well, have that, like, I feel like, yeah, that's that's just railroading in the game. They don't uh so they have they like, want you to go with this other ending. Right. You know? They have like an underground bunker as like their base. And once you pretty much gain their trust enough to come and go from the base as you please, if your computer or like your computer scale is high enough, you can go to like their like server room and like activate the self-destruct sequence <laughs> and you can blow up the whole fucking base. Wow. But the only thing that sucks is if you're in it for the long haul and you want power armor, you have to do pretty much all the requests to become a paladin, oh. gain the power armor training, right. and yeah. then blow them up. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of work. Uh-huh. Exactly. It's kind of like the railroad. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like, that, that might be even like... So since you have to do that in Fallout New Vegas, would it make sense to say, like, since the Brotherhood of Steel doesn't have, really have a huge part in Fallout 4? Um, well, no. Well, they have a huge part in Fallout 4. The you bro- just don't the, have to go through all that BS to get... No, but, right. The, the, no, but they are, like, they're a major, major... Brotherhood of Steel in Fallout 4 has the same impact pretty much as Fallout 3. But, like, in Fallout 4, they make it way more fun. Yeah. It's way more fun to go Brotherhood of Steel well, Fallout like, 4. Oh, no, I mean, um, yeah, sorry. I mean, uh, New Vegas. Okay. Is it because, like, yeah, it's just remnants of the Fallout 3 Brotherhood of Steel? No, not remnants. It's just that New, Ve- New Vegas just happens. To, I can't remember, like, what the timeline is between Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas, but... The, 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 it's just a different New Vegas chapter. Oh, it's gotcha. just really what it is. It's just not built up as fast as the other right, ones. Exactly. Okay. They are. They are just like they have a presence, but it's not right. Like the because they're, they're not more, overpowering. Think of it more like more or less that they have more of a presence on the East Coast. Oh, and the sure. NCR has the presence on the West Coast. Right. 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 That's kind of how I look at gotcha. it. Gotcha. So they, yeah, they just haven't expanded too hard to that territory yet. Basically, okay. yeah. So they've been kind of like, like for retrospect, the the NCR and the Brotherhood of Steel are kind of at conflict when it comes to like them meeting and like at like the middle point, right? Whereas like NCR took over, it's been trying to take over the West Coast and Brotherhood of Steel slowly from the East Coast, and like they have that conflict of like control over like the rest of America, right. basically, right? And then the fucking Enclave, but <laughs> fuck the Enclave. Well, so I was gonna stupid. say, what is the? Uh, I can't remember what the Enclave. Um... Um, they have like really cool the, power armor the, though. The ones that are in Fallout Four though, like the the very similar ones. In oh, Fallout 4, they the don't. Ones, I don't. The ones who are at like MIT, the one where your son is running everything. Like Since? The railroad. That's that's the syndicate. Or uh, the syndicate. Yeah. Or, it's or, the or syndicate. It's not the syndicate. It's the um. I'm almost uh, positive. It starts with the C. Common. No, it's no, not common. It's like the constab. It's like the. Ah, uh, what's it? Hold on, we look it up. Yeah, I was gonna say Constantinople. Say Constantinople. That's my guess. Ugh. <laughs> Constantinople. Yeah. So I have one more fun fact. Well, Kyle is looking that up. Yeah. So the Fat Man was actually based on a real weapon. Oh, the, really? The Institute. 
Oh, the Institute. The Institute there we go. Right. That's right, because they like they're based out of like MIT, old yeah. MIT, yeah. Like, which is kind of really fucking cool. So. Yeah, so that Fat Man was actually based on a real weapon. It was going to be used in the Cold War if it ever got to that point, but it was actually like a mini nuke on the top of a rocket launcher. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> that makes, but that also makes sense too. So. Right. Because yeah. Nazi scientists were fucking crazy. No. Jesus. So then that kind of transitions us into Fallout 4, where Fallout 4, it gets a lot of hate. From like diehard Fallout fans, like I basically what I've seen is like the people, like they they claim that Fallout Four is the weakest of the games, which I kind of disagree with. I honestly, if you really want to, if you want to ask me, I think Fallout Three is the weakest. As much as I love Fallout Three, and I think the Fallout Three the DLC is fucking amazing. Like Mothership Zeta and Operation Anchorage, like yep. all those DLCs are fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean Operation that's why, Anchorage like, if you go so back to fun. it and get like the Game of the Year edition with all that DLC, that it's much better it. experience. Yeah. It's much better experience. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the it really comes down to environment. Where like, do you want to go through like Washington D.C. or like Las Vegas? So right or Fallout Four, we have a Boston, which I think it was so cool. It was really like well set up too, because you know it's not as like full of landmarks as you know DC or Vegas and stuff like that. Where like Fallout Three, it, it, you actually like go through the mall and everything like that. But Fallout would, Four, like they really put it like hit the nail on the head with um, what was the one town? It was the town in the uh, Boston baseball field. Oh, Fenway Park. Yes. Oh yeah. Like that that town was just so so cool. That was pretty like, cool. I loved yeah. what they did with it. And um Well, you can actually um the cool thing was like you can like in Fall Three you can go fight the Capitol building. Yeah. That was obviously pretty cool. Uh-huh. And like Fall to Vegas, like you have like the new Vegas strip. And then but yeah, like for the uh it's called the Commonwealth, but like the fact you go to like old Boston, things like that, that was really cool. And the fact that like um and also Fallout Four was like also the first game to really show you like a, your life before the war right you were like a dad yeah, yeah. you were yeah. a dad you had a wife yep well that opening scene too because like you guys like cryo freeze yourselves and like you wake up halfway through and you watch bandits come through your uh your bunker yep and you see your wife and your child literally across from you and you see these bandits yep take your wife like murder your wife right there and then take your child. Yeah. And then like after that, like you fall back asleep and you wake back up and you're like, how much, how much time has it been? You know, I yeah. need to find my son. Yeah. And then Preston Garvey distracts you for fucking, four days straight. Yeah. And then fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. The fucking... Hold on. A settlement needs her help. Go fuck yourself. Preston. <laughs> settlement can go eat it. Right. Yeah. I don't care. Let yeah. the braiders take it. So like the prologue of the game is like, you basically are like, you're a dad and you have a wife and you have a son and you have like your fifties style life, like before the bombs fell. And like, I think it opens up with like, there's like a, there's like a salesman from vault tech at like, your door, yep. at your door. And he's yep. telling you about like vaults. You're like, yeah, no, I think the bombs are going to fall. It's going to be fine. Yep. Now it's like a couple of days later. It's like, the, the bombs like, start falling. The sirens come on, and yeah. you, your, you and your neighborhood like are like running to your vault, Just full sprinting to your vault. 
And you and like it's kind of cool because as soon as like the elevator from your vault is like lowering into it, you see the bombs drop and like go off. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, it seals up like right on time. It was yeah. such a good cinematic moment. It uh-huh. really was. And then and then you have the the scene of like you're going into cryo sleep, and then you get woken up halfway through. Bandits come, kill your wife, take your son, and then you you fall back asleep for like another however long because you don't know like the fifty time. years. Yeah, and you come <laughs> out, of, and then uh, like in a classic Fallout fashion, you come out and you have to navigate through this wasteland of a world that you did not know. Right. And, and try and try and find your son. Yeah. The sun in a world that you have no idea about. And they really like made it feel like that too. You know, right. like nobody right. knows who your fucking kid is. Right. You, like, you have a new type of enemy called synths, which are like human, like cyborg hybrids. Yeah. Basically. And you uh, get, there's like a detective one. I can't remember his name. He, yeah. Yeah. He was the guy in uh, Fenway. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. So Fenway gets turned like into like this actual like, town and then you encounter like this private investigator who's like a synth and he helps you find your son. He helps you find your son because there's a there's a couple different there's a couple different factions for um, Fallout 4 because just Brotherhood of Steel makes an awesome return. Brotherhood of Steel is the first faction you really encounter kind of like how you encounter Mr. House in yeah. New Vegas where if anything you're more shoved into Mr. House at the beginning than any other faction. Right. Yeah. That's how it is in Fallout 4. We were right. shoved into like the, the Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah. Yep. Like they Which, have all the power. They do. They really do. And like they have like this big, like fucking huge, like airship, Zeppelin, yeah. like yeah, this huge airship as like their base. It's yeah. fucking cool as shit. <laughs> and they have like uh, you can oh, what are, what are like those helicopters called? They have oh fuck, I can't remember, but they're fucking cool. They had a cool name. They have like Zeta Bird. It's like Zeta Bird or something like that. Something like that. Or like Vertibird. 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 Oh yes, yes. You could like fly around on them. You could shoot rockets and shit at people. Like it was great. And that game, what I loved most is they added gun modding. Um, so you could like really like beef up weaponry and things like that. And um, you know, like every Fallout game, you start with the ten millimeter pistol. And yeah. that game, like they actually made it fucking worth it. Like you have like this really badass handgun. Yeah. You know, and um, that was my favorite handgun. It was it was the best it gun. Was what, in the game. It was a call. It was like silent delivery or deliverance. Oh, OK. Was it called deliverance? I don't know. It might have been one of the special weapons. It was like hundreds. Of yeah, it was the special fun. weapon. Yeah. Yeah. It was like like super stealthy. It had a silencer on the end of it. It was like uh, a Makarov. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was my favorite gun. <laughs> Love Fallout 4, though. Um the world in Fallout 4, though, um, I didn't get the same feel I did from, like, Fallout 3, though. Like, all the different places you could explore and stuff like that. And um, what I really liked about, like, Fallout 3 in comparison was, like, you had, like, Tenpenny Tower or um, yeah. all those um, other vaults, you know? Like, going right. into the other vaults is always, like, one of my favorite parts of all of the games and... You know, I feel like they did kind of lose that in Fallout 4. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. Yeah, it definitely wasn't like a priority. Like you could stumble upon another vault, but like you didn't really feel like you needed to go in there. No, where Fallout 3, you go into these vaults, there's something different every time. Yeah. Like there's yeah. one where uh, in Fallout 3, I remember you go down and the only thing that's there are like these two like chairs and you sit down in one and you get like put into this like um basically virtual reality thing and you oh like, wow yeah you work out like this whole mission through like this real like twilight zone type of town um where there's like npcs in it and stuff and you have to like save everybody in that and then you like wake up out of it 
and like somebody wakes up in the other one and you have like a new companion. Oh, that's kind of nuts. Yeah. It's really, really that's wild. That's cool. Uh-huh. Um, where Fallout 4, I do feel like they kind of moved away from that stuff, you know, um, but focused more on that overworld play. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's Fallout 4 was definitely like the more, the more open. It definitely wanted you to take on the open world. Like it didn't really feel like you needed to do missions and it never like railroad you do into missions. Right. Exactly. And like, and like you obviously with all the games you could take as much time as you want to just explore. Oh, but seriously. Fallout 4 felt even more. Yeah. They wanted you to explore. Exactly. You were able to like build those bases, all those towns that Preston Garvey wanted you to like deal with. You could go like build like a substantial base. Oh, that's towns. right. Yeah, the whole bi- base building aspect mm-hmm. of it. That, that was, was huge. actually a lot of fun. Yeah. I can't. I can't tell you how many settlements I just let fall into like raiders. Oh so yeah, me like, neither. <laughs> I built one, and I'm just like, all right, I'm just never gonna come but back like, to they here. They took so much like, attention, you know. Yeah, because like, like you, like the main one is like your old neighborhood. Yep. That's the one that's, I built. That's the only one I cared about. Yep. That was like Sanctuary. Sanctuary was, yep. was that neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. But also it's like the the amount of like at some point it was like junk saver simulator. Yeah, seriously. You just had to save so much junk and then you were weighed and you, you weighed so much and then bring it back. Like, uh-huh. like, and like, it was like so I, shit. And like <laughs> I, and that part sucked, but like I said before, like how people in terms of like like forums that I've read, how people of like the like big Fallout fans just don't like Fallout Four, or at the very least, like they think it's the weaker of the series. Think of like all the things we take for granted in Fall, like in RPGs now, but like what Fallout Four had. It's like you had awesome west weapon customization. Yep. Yep. Power armor wasn't just armor you like put on like in your inventory. Like you got, you climbed into it. That yep. was fucking cool. And you could customize Immersive. the suits and stuff. You could yeah. rock, walk dude, around in a partial suit. So yep. It was awesome. Fucking cool, yep. dude. Uh-huh. I don't care what anyone Unlocked, says. That like, shit was even, cool. Like special even just ones. a ske- like exos, the endoskeleton of it. Yeah, I, w- I would say in terms of replayability, like I love Fallout in Vegas. Like I, that's my favorite one. But like Fallout 4 had, like, was so fun. Like you, I could just like open up and play and it feels like a modern day rpg until its day yeah it's like weapon the weapon customization was the best yeah oh it was the best because like the best gun of all of all fall games the hunting rifle yep the hunting rifle with the scope yep yep Yep. well everything you do everything in vats and that thing you know you just oh well then again (laughs) well then again like the the the, the, like the combat system in fall three was so fucking atrocious like the like the like the accuracy and like the gunplay was so bad that you had to use oh, vats yeah. for literally everything. It was yep. serious. It was yep. pretty bad. Uh-huh. Yep. Fallout 4 definitely fixed that. Mm-hmm. But that's why I liked it because it yeah. was actually felt solid. Right. Right. My um, bullets were actually going straight. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't have like, that dumb weapon bloom like <coughs> Battlefield 2042. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. I, I think know. it's a, I think it's a good spot to end it. For sure. Yeah. So I uh, just want to let you everyone know that if you guys like what you heard, please consider rating us on Apple Podcast. Really help us out in the charts. And uh, from myself and Alex and Christian, we will see you in the next one. Thank you. Bye.